Explore Milwaukee's past and its future, one building at a time. This is Urban Spelunking with On Milwaukee's Bobby Tanzillo and me, Nate Immig, from 88.9. To 59th and North this week on Urban Spelunking, Bobby, is this is this Washington Heights or is this, is this Uptown Crossing? This is Uptown Crossing technically because it's on the north side of the street. With the technicality, okay. Were, were you to walk a few yards to the south, you would be... Uh, in the middle of the street, very dangerous. But uh, you would be in the Washington Heights neighborhood. And were you to walk a few yards to the west, you would be in East Tosa. Um, if you were to walk a few yards to the southwest, you would be in the Pabst Park neighborhood of Tosa. So it's really... Um, this is the four corners of, of Milwaukee right here. Right. This is sort of the center of the earth right here. Uh, <laughs> wow. Okay. So 59th and North, this is the future home of a new food hall that's coming to that area. In fact, food halls, we're seeing a lot of them popping up in, in Milwaukee and other cities. Uh, Milwaukee hitting the food hall craze. Yes. we're. I think we're a little late to the party, but we're, we're, <laughs> we're doing a good job of catching up, I think. Yeah. There's one on the east side, one coming to Bayview, uh, of course, the one at the uh, Grand Avenue right. and, and, and more coming. I mean, even the Milwaukee public market in a lot of ways kind of like a food hall. Yeah, there's a bunch that are definitely qualify as food halls for sure. So we'll talk more about the food hall part later on, but this actually used to be a bank and some hints of the bank still exist today in this this future food hall. So what, what was the deal with the bank? Yeah, so this is why I went there. I went there because um, the owners knew I would be interested to see what remains of the bank, which was built in 1949. Uh, and there are two vaults, which is cool. One upstairs is going to be um, a kitchen like a shared kitchen for the businesses. And one in the basement is going to be turned into something like a little sort of speakeasy, like sort of secret bar kind of space. Um, so oh, yeah, I read in the story that that's going to be operated by Bittercube. Yes, Bittercube is running the bar upstairs, like the big bar upstairs, and also that little um, speakeasy thing downstairs. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool, yeah. And they're in the neighborhood. They're right in Uptown yeah. Crossing. Um, and so there's an old drive through So it's going to be the only food hall in Milwaukee that's going to have a drive through You can drive up and get coffee from a coffee shop that's going to be located on that part of the building. But also there's going to be like a pickup window that all of the businesses can use. So you can call like the um, one of the food stalls and put in an order and then you can just drive through and pick it up. Which So that's pretty amazing. Um, that's nice. I think people really got used to that curbside and, and kind of the contactless pickup during the pandemic. So it's nice that they'll be able to offer yeah. that. So one thing they have not found that they've been sort of half looking for, but they're not going out of their way to look for because it ah, yes. uh, is presumably buried in concrete, which is expensive to tear out just to look for a <laughs> uh, something is a uh, time capsule that supposedly was put there when they built the building in 1949. They're keeping their Love a time capsule. Yes. Yeah, so they're keeping their eye out for that, but they may or may not find it. But one cool thing they found, which is really, I think the reason he invited me over was a terrazzo floor sign of the logo of the United Federal Savings and Loan Association, which is who built the building originally in 49. Um, and it's beautiful and they're going to fix, they didn't know it was there, but it's in really good shape. So they're going to clean it all up and it's going to stay there, um, as part of the food hall. So when you come in the main entrance, the first thing you're going to see in the floor is this, um, this just beautiful logo sort of embossed into the floor. Oh, cool! And what was funny is when, when I ran this, when I posted the story on social media, when it first ran it on Milwaukee, um, 
a number of people said that they remembered going into the bank as children and like being fascinated by that. They rem- that was the one thing they remembered about the place. So it's really a, sort of a great thing that it survived. That is a good point. I do remember going to the bank even as a kid, like going to the, the M&I bank in Elm Grove and just being like very impressed by this environment. It felt very adult and businesslike. And, and I remember um, like writing out the deposit slips and the like little kiosk where you would, you would put your like, like with the pens on the on the on the cord. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Attached with a little chain, right? And actually I just went by like two weeks ago. I was with my daughter in New York and we went uh to my old neighborhood and we went past the bank where I had my yes. first bank account. And I can even not going inside it, I could picture what it was like inside just I haven't been inside it in forty years or more, and I can still tell you exactly where everything is. It's it's such a I know, same strong memory. Well, coming up in the second part of our conversation, we're talking about that food hall that's moving in. Again, at 59th and North, what's the name of the food hall? Uh, North Avenue Market Hall. Good name. We're going to talk more about that next on Urban Spelunking. Do you remember the last time you fell down a musical rabbit hole? You heard a great song that led you to a great album, which led you to falling in love with a new artist, which introduced you to a whole new genre of music. Just like you, our DJ's curiosity for music never stops. That's why you listen to Radio Milwaukee, and it's a great reason to give. Support your home for music discovery at radiomilwaukee.org slash donate. And we're back at 59th and North, the future home of the North Avenue Market. Before we move move on too much in the future here, let's talk about 1949. Why was this, this bank building built here in the first place? Yeah, so um, what I wanted to mention earlier that I did not was that um, a little bit about why this building is where it is uh, because the United Federal Savings and Loan was originally founded many years earlier uh, on North 12th Street, like much further east. But um, by the 40s, in the post-war period, there was this huge boom in housing construction in Milwaukee, um, and it focused heavily on the southwest side and the northwest side. So um, I actually found um, newspaper reports at the time uh, in the late 40s early fifties about how many of these, uh, savings and loans and banks who were basically whose main business really was, uh, doing mortgages, how they were moving and building new headquarters on the Northwest side and the Southwest side to be closer to this kind of action. Um, and that's exactly why, um, United federal savings and loan opened where it did. And they actually took out an ad when they opened too and said, uh, that, you know, they're so used to, helping people build their own homes that now it was their turn to build their own new home. And they were really trying to kind of, uh, ride this kind of new home construction wave. Um, and then over the years, of course, uh, as banks consolidated and everything, the United federal became some other had, had another name. And then the bank was sold to a, a first financial bank, which then later, uh, the building was occupied by associated banks. So it just so it was always a bank, but it changed names a number of times um, until the associated bank closed in 2019. So 2019 is when the bank left. Has it just been vacant since? In a way, <laughs> <laughs> I should say this because the the owner basically expressed interest pretty much right away. I mean, his his interest in the building and his attempts to buy it uh, and get this project going date back almost to when Associated closed. Got it. So they were able to kind of get started right away then when the bank left? Yeah, but then, I mean, he basically announced this in early December, in early 2020, and then um, COVID immediately hit, which caused his finances to 
hit a snag just because banks weren't lending for the same, you know, for, for this kind of business. Yeah, definitely. Everything I mean, slowed just, down. Right. So he just had to, it just meant he had to kind of, and there it turned out to be, um, an environmental issue with the building that had to be sorted out by the sellers before. You know, so there was all these issues that slowed him down COVID being, uh, part of it. Um, but now he's up and running. He is the reason this is all sort of back in the news is because his construction crews are in there. They've been demoing, they've been building. When I was in there, they were, um, at the stage that they were basically building things like interior walls were going up. They were, um, doing all kinds of stuff like that. So it is definitely making progress. Um, and he hopes to be open by mid to late summer. And this food hall is going to be, uh, do, do you have like a sense for the menu or, or the kind of res- restaurants that are going to be there? Does he know yet? I do. I think there are some spaces that are still available. There's going to be a coffee shop, as we mentioned, right? Uh, which is also going to, which is going to have that drive up drive through plus also um, some outdoor seating. Um, there's going to be, when you first walk in, there's a big central bar, which we mentioned is going to be run by Bitter Cube, as is the um, the uh, speakeasy bar in the vault downstairs. Um, there's going to be a place called Sharon's Table, okay, named after a woman named Sharon. Um, that makes sense. Yeah. Which is going to be soul food. Um, Great. Artie's Sweet Talk Cupcakes is going to be in there. Um, twisted plants is going to be in there. Oh, cool. Um, uh, there's a Wana taco slash mangoes cafe that's going to be in there. Um, on the lower level, he's got some, uh, small office spaces that he's going to rent by the hour, by the day, by the week, by the month, however long people want it. Um, and those will have a little, uh, shared meeting space. Plus he's going to have, services for them. Like there'll be a printer on site that they can all use, like things like that. Um, there's going to be a space that's going to be a, a massage studio. Wow. And I think that's what he's got. So far, at least as of when I was there, I'm pretty sure that's what he had, but he did still have a couple of spaces, um, vendor spaces left, but not a ton. I mean, he's, he's done a really good job of, especially in this tra- challenging time. Um, of getting tenants in there. And I think it's the draw is that it's in a part of town that doesn't have anything like this. Um, and it's at, as we mentioned earlier, it's at this sort of like locus of a bunch of neighborhoods, you know, I mean, people in East Tosa are going to feel like this is theirs as much as people in uptown crossing will. And as much as people in, uh, Washington Heights will. And it, so it's, it's definitely going to fill a void in that area. Yeah. I'm thinking that neighborhood is, uh, you know, a lot of families, a lot of younger people moving to that area as well. Um, so uh, to me, I just, I just know a lot of people who are relocating to Washington Heights, um, from Bayview or kind of the East side. So yeah, and it's, it, and it's super walkable Yeah, and, and there's other stuff there too. I mean, it's not, it's not going to be alone in, in there. I mean, just right nearby is, um, Mekong cafe is right there. Great, um, pan Asian food venture brewing, which does coffee and beer is just down the block. There's uh, some other restaurants and, and businesses like that right around venture. So, and it's only just a, you know, a few blocks West and you're in the heart of all that East Tosa stuff like rocket baby and Bel Air and, um, Wawatiki and cranky owls and all that kind of stuff too. So it's, um, it has enough other stuff to be a draw, but it's also unique enough that, um, that I think it'll do really well. Do you have any Wawatosa or, or uptown? Or, do you have any like, uptown crossing or Washington Heights trivia that we could go out on for this episode? Ooh, um, I will say that all of that, 
I mean, there's a neighborhood that's kind of kitty corner from uh, where this place is going to be. That's called Pabst Park in um, Wauwatosa. Yeah, you mentioned that in the first be, half. I had never heard of Pabst Park. Yeah, it used to be a farm owned by Pabst before they moved out to Oconomowoc. Oh yeah, was this the amusement? This was not the amusement park, was it? No, no, no. But they did grow hops there, and they grew some other stuff there. Um, but that actually extended east into what is along North Avenue there. Um, so really, all of these that part of like North Avenue that's Uptown Crossing and Washington Heights and East Tosa and Pabst Park, a whole stretch of that used to all be Pabst Farm. So that's, there's, there you go. There's your beer related. Well, there you <laughs> go. I like this. We got to stop. We got to start dropping these little pearls of wisdom here at the very end and give people a reason to, to stay and, and get this Milwaukee trivia. Absolutely. I'll this. try and think of one each week. <laughs> All right. Well, anything else we should know about this building? Uh, when is the food hall? Uh, when is it expected to open? He's hoping to open by mid to um, late summer. I think he's talking. I think he's hoping by late July he can at least do like friends and family and then soft opening and that kind of thing. And then maybe have a grand opening a little later in summer. Cool. Well, we got pictures at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcasts. If you're listening on Apple or Spotify or any of the podcast platforms, you can just click the description box and get a link right to Bobby's story in there as well. Uh, you can see photos of that that sign, that terrazzo sign that you mentioned. Uh, I don't know what gets you more excited, Bobby, a terrazzo floor or a time capsule, but this, this story's got <laughs> awesome. a little bit of both in it. <laughs> so we got more history and much more um, much more photos, many, many more photos at radiomilwaukee.org slash podcast uh, and right in the description box linking to Bobby's story. Please do take a moment to rate and review this podcast. We'd love to hear your feedback. Subscribe as well. We're, we're bringing you a different building every Tuesday from On Milwaukee and Radio Milwaukee. And podcasts here on Radio Milwaukee are produced by Kenny Perez. Bobby, talk to you next week. Talk to you next week, Nate. Thanks. <laughs>